Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Mars Pursuit Podcast. It is Friday the 7th of May. It is gloriously sunny. It's a properly spring-like day. And what better day than that to do, to choose to do a, a nice mindfulness session. A mindfulness session with a bit of progression or perhaps a progressive mindfulness session. So the way this one works is very similar to the mindfulness sessions we've done before, but on this occasion, each five minutes, as well as getting a mindfulness cue, so getting something to think about, we are going to pick up the speed as well. So we're going to get faster throughout the session. And the key to that is keeping it slow at the beginning, but we'll come back to that. We'll get going into the session shortly. The session is 30 minutes. So it's a lovely progression run. Just jogging through the forest and we'll be going up the hill in a sec. So we'll get into it shortly. And it's worth really just thinking about where we are in the world as we go into the mindfulness session. This re- normality is starting to return more and more as each day passes. People going back to offices. People hanging out in pubs. We're not far away from the next update the next change in the restrictions being lifted I can't even remember what they are now but we're moving ever closer and that's really exciting there's really loads of good things about that but it's weird because in some ways there is also quite a lot of anxiety around the changes and the restrictions being lifted how's it going to be what's it going to be like going back to the office What's it like travelling on public transport? What's it like being in crowded spaces? So, it's really interesting from that perspective. And what's it going to be like to interact again? What's it like connecting with humans? It's one of those things where it often feels a bit weird to start with, and then you get into it, and it feels very normal again. And I think that's the way it'll be for a little while, but things will feel weird, but then they'll feel normal again pretty soon. And we've spoken before that the whole thing, the whole pandemic, the whole change in the way that we think and work, there's a chance to reset and rethink. But as things get back to normal, it'd be really easy to let those opportunities pass you by and slip back into the old way of life, which some of it is obviously good. A lot of it's good. But some of it you might want to leave behind. Leaving the post, sorry, leaving the pre-pandemic period. As you go into post-pandemic life.
So make sure you take the opportunity now to make the changes you want to make before too much happens. Before too many old habits that you don't want come back. Think of it like a giant New Year's resolution. Best chance you'll get to make some changes. But don't wait until the end of January to start making them. Because you'll be back into old habits before you know it. Now, of those things coming back, park run. Park runs one. You can't be too far away from social media and find out something about what Parkrun are doing. Writing to all the, all the landowners who are ultimately responsible for the sign-off of Parkrun being allowed on their property. Events being returned, planned to return, and they will return, I'm sure. So that'll be good. Get some running going. Get some competition, although it's not a race. It's not a race. Let's get some competition going. Get a bit of activity going. Nice one. And then, the other thing that's coming up is the Kempton Park Reunion 5K run. I think it's 3,000 runners. And they're going to test uh, an approach to mass racing that will hopefully help in the future with big events like the London Marathon or the Great North Run. So people are signing up for that, 15 quid. Have to get tests before and I think after. And then you're allowed to race without social distancing. So that'll be good. So this is the start. And hopefully we'll get to the London Marathon intact fingers crossed I think in the running world we all want to see the London Marathon back not with risk but with safety and clarity and it feels like you know, running has been kind of left behind by the sports because of its nature its mass nature so the London Marathon could well be the last major event that we see coming back. So it'll be a really good signal. And then just to do a little bit of cross promotion, the London Marathon is coming 22 weeks away it is, as of next week, 3rd of October. And that sees, next week sees the beginning of the Marathon Milestones programme, the podcast programme. A bit like Catch to 5K, but for the marathon. Fully supported audio sessions. There's a specific podcast relating to, to that and what it involves. A couple of episodes ago. There's also details on the website. But for today, of course... You know, what I spoke about earlier, we 
we've been through a difficult period in our lives we're anxious about what the future holds we've all suffered some degree of loss and we've all faced our battles through the last 12 months and more and it's been tough and mindfulness helps with that because what mindfulness does is it helps us think about what's going on right now and helps us switch off from either what's happened before or what hasn't happened yet and the way I interpret that beyond the kind of meditative practices of Buddhism the way I interpret that from a running perspective is to really think about the relationship between your body and your brain your body and your mind and to connect those two things up so as we run I'm going to ask you to think about specific parts of your body and how they're feeling and as we do we're going to pick the pace up as we go through the session each time, each five minutes there's a slightly different cue and I think it can really help it helps me actually when I, whenever I record these I come away feeling a lot more relaxed so if it then helps just one more person then that's pretty cool Okay, so no warm up today because the progression run will take care of that for us. So it's 30 minutes. Getting faster every five minutes with a different mindfulness cue every five minutes. And we'll go from there. And the trick is to start slow. This is obviously about a bit of a session, but it's also about learning to hold back your pacing. Morning. So, we'll have a dramatic countdown and then we'll get into it. And we are going to go. in about 10 seconds we're going in 5 3 2 1 let's go nice and easy so really relax now really pull the pace right down you can go as slow as you want it's hard to go slow enough keep it really really relaxed and in this first 5 minutes we're going to focus on our breathing So our mindfulness cues are all about connecting our body to our brain and switching off from the world that's either in front of us or behind us, both geographically and temporally, so time. We're concentrating on the now. let's think about our breathing I'm going to keep it light and easy able to hold a 
good conversation with reasonably long sentences. I'm just testing myself on that now. Chatty paste, but as slow as you can. You've got to go up six levels of pace, so think about that. Think about where that's going to leave you to go. And when people talk about breathing in the context of running, at any pace, and there's some, some people and beliefs that you need to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, and you need to breathe in rhythm with your steps. And I think life's complicated enough without thinking about the one thing you need to do to keep alive and overthinking that. So just breathe. But there are two things that it's well worth thinking about as we breathe. The first is using your mouth. Get as much air in as you can. I'm just going uphill, so I'm slowing it even more now to try and keep a conversation going as I'm going up the hill. I don't care how fast or slow I'm going. I'm trying to keep a conversational level. Try and keep it really relaxed. Breathing in through my mouth. Trying to get in as much as I can. Really relaxed. As you relax the breathing, relax the shoulders as well. Get the shoulders away from the ears. Drop the elbows right down. Keep it really chilled. Really relaxed. I'm probably a little bit more breathless than I would like. So I'm going to slow it down even more until I feel a lot more comfortable in speaking whilst running. just focusing now on our breathing. In through our mouth, out through our mouth, as you need. But the second thing that we're going to do with our breathing is to focus on breathing from our belly. Pilates or yoga style, rather than breathing from our chest. So keeping it relaxed still, you're breathing deep, pushing your stomach back towards your back. Rather than raising the chest up and down too aggressively as you breathe. Keep it relaxed. Okay, that 
the first five minutes done, nice and relaxed. In our second five minutes, we're going to help our breathing a little bit more. We're going to pick the pace up ever so slightly. But we're going to do that by focusing on our head position and our hip position. So we're going to look up. We're going to look up ahead of us rather than looking down the ground. Perhaps we're looking to see where we're going to put our feet. But let's look up. Look up and see where we're going. And as we do that, we are opening up our airways and getting a little bit more air in. If we've got our chin to our chest, we're restricting the flow of air down the, down the windpipe. So keep your head up, looking forwards. relaxed at a very very slightly quicker pace than you were running before still able to hold that conversation still feeling comfortable now as you lift your head what you're also doing is lengthening your spine. You're not allowing your shoulders to curve over the top. Maintaining a better, straighter, taller posture. And what that's doing is creating length in your spine, which is extending all the muscles down your back and creating a little bit more power. head raised and looking forwards we're looking at the horizon maybe 30, 50, 80 metres ahead. In that position we're also pulling our hips up. So with an increasingly sedentary society we are starting to lose the shape of our, our bodies in the lower half. We sit down a lot. Basically we sit down a lot and we end up running and walking as if we're sitting with our bum behind us, our hips down. And as we run we want to get our hips up. Hips up nice and tall, forwards and tall. So if you can feel that your bum is being dragged behind you, perhaps it's like someone's pulling you at your belt from behind, trying to drag you down to the floor as you're running. Try and resist that and push your hips forwards. Because then what you're doing is creating length in your legs as well as in your spine. You're running much taller. 
lengthening the distance between each of your joints from your shoulders to your hips to your knees to your ankles which lengthens the muscles that join them up and as those muscles lengthen they act like springs so they're now they become much more stretched and when they release they ping a bit like an elastic band when you stretch out an elastic band and then let it fly across the room and it hits hits the teacher in the eye and you get expelled from school it's a bit like that so get those hips tall to a road, we're going to get across the road, if I can, oh, and I can't, now I can, and we're moving into the third set of five minutes, we're going to pick the pace up a little bit more now, we're still staying relaxed and comfortable, shoulders away from your ears, Focus on your breathing, head facing forwards, hips nice and high. And now we're going to focus on our feet. So one of the impacts that having length through your spine and into your hips will have is that your feet will now be spending less time on the ground. If you imagine that you're sinking at the hips the bums behind you, your feet are going to end up with more, spending more time on the ground. And of course we need the ground to create some power as we push off on one foot each time, but also the ground adds friction when we spend too long on it. slows us down, we spread our energy across the ground rather than back into our legs. So now we're just going to think about those feet and how they're feeling as they contact the ground. Do they feel light and springy as we pick the pace up a little? Or do they feel heavy and clumpy and solid to the ground? you feel like you're bouncing along. And now just have to think about where you think your feet are landing in relation to the rest of your body. So with your hips high and your head forwards, can you see your feet as you run? Can you see your knees as you run? Hopefully not, because if not, they're probably landing underneath your centre of mass, which means you're absorbing the impact forces of that foot landing relative to the weight that's going over the top in a more manageable way. And then think about where on your feet you are landing, which part of your foot taking the impact 
towards your heels, your midfoot, or your forefoot towards your toes. Where's, where's it happening? And where, where is it in relation to each foot? Is it more on the left or more on the right as you land? Are you landing in the same place on each foot? we pick up all sorts of biases throughout our lives which impact upon the way our mechanics work so it'll be interesting to note whether you think things are working equally on left and right side and then finally with your feet think about the push off as you push off, where's the power coming from? It'll be coming from your toes for sure. But which ones? Inside, big toes, second toe, or the outside toes? Where are you feeling it? Okay, we're 15 minutes in, so our 30 minute progression run. We're going to lift the pace a little bit now, so we're starting to get into towards the comfortably hard zone without actually getting into it at this point. So comfortably hard when we get there, which will probably be the next five minutes, is where we're not feeling the burn in the legs or our lungs. But if we went any quicker, we would. And at this pace, you still want to be talking. You still want to be able to hold conversation in brief sentences. Well, we're starting to run now. We're starting to move through the gears a little bit. And to help us with that in this five minutes, we're going to focus on our arms. So we already talked earlier about keeping your shoulders relaxed, keeping your head up. And we're going to continue to do that. going to continue to do that but with our arms working a little bit harder we don't often think about our arms in the context of running but applying Newton's third law that every force has an equal and opposite counter force we know that if we move our arm backwards opposite leg moves forwards so one of the simplest ways to think about running a little bit faster is to increase the frequency of the arm movement 
And if you increase the frequency of the arm movement, it increases the turnover of your feet, increases your cadence. If you increase the length of your arm, backwards arm movement, it'll increase your stride length. And getting faster is a mixture of both of those things. So let's really switch on to our arms. We're going to bend our elbow roughly 90 degrees or slightly less. We're going to push back with our elbows, almost as if there's a pane of glass behind us that we're trying to smash with our elbows with each stride. How's that working? How's that feeling? What happens as our arms swing forwards matters less. Ideally we want our arms swinging backwards nice and straight. Straight behind, smashing that pane of glass. Of course it's easier then if your hands come through straight as well and by your side but often they don't, often they come across our midline, across our chest. Like I said, that matters less, as long as you're going backwards straight. Keep the shoulders relaxed. Smash those panes of glass behind you. seconds at this level of effort and then we're going up again so we're going to move into comfortably hard now we've got 10 minutes left so you're now working at a pace where you don't feel the burn in your legs or your lungs if you went any quicker than you would. And this time we're going to focus on our knees. So have a think about how your knees are acting. Perhaps occasionally they knock against each other.
telltale sign of slight inefficiency. And with our hips being high, getting our hips up, uh, our head up, it gives us room for our knees to drive, drive through at height. Which is what we need to run faster. If our bum's saggy, if our shoulders are drooped, it's really hard for us to get our knees through. And what we're looking to do with our knees is drive them high and forwards. So we are looking to keep them facing in the direction in which you wish to travel. Any movement laterally across you into your middle line is leading to an inefficiency. It's quite literally sending you in the wrong direction. So similar to with our, our arms and we're trying to smash that pane of glass behind us, with our knees we're trying to smash a pane of glass in front of us. not a glancing blow where perhaps the knee slides across the front of the pane of glass we're going straight through it smash each time each stride this is good hold this pace now smash that up the pane of glass glass behind with your elbows and the glass in front with your knees. We're really running now. With the head up, breathing from deep. Looking forwards, hips high. Comfortably hard, you're in control. Smooth and relaxed as the knee drives through. Keep smashing that pane of glass. Keep the hips up, nice and tall, head facing forwards. 
Okay, last five minutes, let's pick it up again. We're right on the edge of comfortably hard now. Really close to that limit. Maybe starting to move into it. Starting to get a bit more out of breath. And this time, as we get pick up the pace, we're going to focus on our heels. And picking our heels up behind us. I've got heel flick drills but whilst also running and maintaining that knee drive keeping everything facing forwards so we're picking our heels up heel to bum let's really focus on that As we pick our heels up, you may well increase your speed. It feels good. It feels like a runner. Heels are up. Knees are driving forwards. And now what's happening with your feet? How does it compare to before? Do we feel springy now? Or do we feel heavy and clumpy? As you pick your heels up, where are you landing on your feet? focus on that, get the heels up, we've got three minutes to go, and now with our progression, let's just be thinking what can we sustain for the remainder of the run, you've got two and a half minutes, what pace can you hold? As you lift your heels, drive the knees, relax the shoulders, get the head up, breathe from deep, breathe from your mouth. Work now. You've got two minutes. Let's let it go. Heels up. Drive the knees through. Come on. Got 90 seconds. What can you sustain? Heels up still, smash the panes of glass with your knees and your elbows. You've got one minute left. 
Last 45 seconds. What can we do? Twenty-five. Heels up now. Knees up. Drive it forwards. Last fifteen. Good work. And hold it there. Well done. That's your 30 minute progression run. Whew. Blowing at the end. Working hard. Good work. And hopefully you can see through that how the cues help with the speed and helping with your technique, making it a bit easier to run faster but also how for really thinking about that connection with your, from your body to your brain helps you switch off, helps you be mindful of what you're doing right now rather than what you've been doing this morning and what you've got to do later today for what's happened in the last 12 months and what's going to happen in the next X period of time. And if nothing else, it's a good distraction and the half an hour flies by. Good. Right, we're going to go to some stretches. We're going to do the usual, usual set of stretches. I'm leaning against a tree. I'm leaning against a fallen tree today. I'm going to start with the calf. So my foot's flat to the floor. My back leg is straight. And I'm going to just stretch out that top of the calf. We're pushing down into the tree, pushing away from me with my knee really lengthen that calf muscle down to my ankle feel more of a stretch and then I'm going to switch sides and do the same on the other side good and then we're going to come up into a quad stretch so I'm going to pick my heel up behind me to my bum the heels have done that plenty in that last five minutes so heel to bum, knees together, hips forwards. So standing on one leg and we're now stretching the front of the thigh. And we're going to switch and go the same on the other side. Good. And we're going to do hamstrings. This is one foot in front of the other. Front leg is straight. Bend the back leg and bend yourself over the front knee, feeling the stretch in the back of the thigh down towards the knee. Not too aggressive with the hamstrings. And switch legs. Same on the other side. Good. And we're going to go into a glute stretch, so our buttocks, standing pigeon for this one. So my 
right ankle is going over my left knee, I'm going down into a squat position. The lower I get, the stronger the stretch will be in the back of the top of the thigh, into my bum. And switch, same on the other side. Good, and we're going to move into adductors, so inner thigh. I'm now going to stand with my feet wider than hip width apart, my toes are facing forwards, my legs are straight, I'm forming a triangle basically, and I'm now going to shift my weight to my right side by bending my right knee, my left leg stays straight and extended, and I feel the stretch down the inside of the left thigh. Into the groin and then switch and do the same on the other side. And last one is our hips, so we can take a kneeling position for this one, on one knee, that is, like a lunge, pushing our weight forwards, so the knee on the standing leg goes over the tips of the toes and feeling a pinch in through the hips. And switch and do the same on the other side. Tight through there. Good. Good work. That is it. We're all done. Well done. Thanks very much for joining me as ever. Hope you enjoyed the session. Hope you switched off from the world for a bit. And... I look forward to speaking to you soon. In the meantime, please take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.